Ogeo has been around for three decades, but it was in 2001 that the brand forever changed the way we think about gear bags. With never seen before features, like specific storage compartments for your boots, helmets, gear and more, the Ogeo 9800 is the most popular gear bag in motocross. Visit ogeopowersports.com. Hey, you're listening to the Ogeo How Was Your Weekend podcast. Um, in the absence of weekly races in the off season, uh, we've decided to uh, phone somebody up each weekend who may have had an interesting couple days and uh, get the lowdown. So for this premiere installment of the Ogeo How Was Your Weekend podcast, uh, we're going to phone up Justin Cooper of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team as he is in Belgium preparing for next weekend's Motocross of Nations. Hey, joining me on the phone today is uh, Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha's Justin Cooper. And you are actually in the Netherlands, correct, right now? Right now I'm in Belgium. Belgium. Netherlands probably like 45 minutes from here. Okay. So not far. And you've been there for a little over a week, correct? Yeah, I got here Monday, so... Or about a week I mean, then. Yeah, about a week. Okay, so... About a week. So, uh, yeah, you were chosen to re- represent the United States in uh, this year's Motocross of Nations. And uh, obviously, I, I think it goes without saying, it's probably a huge honor for you, correct? Yeah, I think it is for anyone. Um, I mean, I've always, you know, everyone's always following this race. And uh, it's definitely an honor to be chosen for your country, so... Uh, definitely a lot of pressure goes with it and yeah, just looking, looking forward to it. It's been a lot of prep that's gone into it so far and the days are winding down. It's, it's coming up pretty fast now. Yeah. What is your, uh, what is your earliest memory of the motocross nations? Uh, I would have to say Bud's Creek. Oh, that was the, the first state. time I really, yeah, that was the first time I really ever knew about it because I was pretty young back then, but mm-hmm. Uh, that's my, definitely, yeah. Villapoto there is my earliest memory of it. <laughs> yeah, dominating on the 250. Yeah, it was cool to watch. Like, I didn't, I didn't really even know who he was at that time because, uh, still pretty young then. It's just, I mean, it was crazy what he did there. I don't, I don't, it was just pure domination, I guess you could say. So, yeah, uh, definitely that stands out to me a lot. Yeah, for sure. Looking back on it. I, I I remember being young and reading about the event in uh, Motocross Action Magazine. And at, back then, it was, I think it was two weekends, and one was called the Motocross Nations, and the other was the Trophy Designations. And I think one was 250s and one was 500s or something. But I remember reading about as as a kid, and, you know, oh, this is the closest thing to the Olympics on a motocross level. So has it always been a you know, kind of a dream of yours to be selected for the United States team? Yeah, I had the opportunity actually to do it, to do it for Team Puerto Rico. And, I mean, that was even cool, like, to to be, like, you know, asked to do that. I didn't end up doing it, but uh, I never really expected myself to get to this point so quick. Like, it's just, it all, it's all come so fast, especially, like, my it's been my second year as a pro, and, already you know doing this whole deal so it's uh it's just another i mean i guess achievement i can i could say i've done so yeah uh it's it's cool to be doing it so quick in my career and 
definitely honored to be doing it yeah. for, for my country as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, I'm just taking <laughs> the, how, how it comes at this point. Yeah. So how many, uh, how many times have you raced outside of the United States prior to this? Uh, just once in Dominican Republic, I kind of just did a one-off race down there and, uh, you know, kind of went for a vacation and also a little race I had going on there. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was all paid for and figured, you know, I'd go do that and have some fun. Okay, so this is your first uh, European motocross experience, if you will. Yeah, I've only been here one other time, and that was for Sweden. Actually, uh, that was funny how that all happened. I actually got invited to play Mad Skills there. <laughs> so that, was, that was my only other uh, time here, and... <laughs> Kind of funny how that all happened, though. Nice, nice. Okay, so you flew, uh, you left, you left uh, California on Monday, and I assume you got there on a Tuesday, then, right? So, what has no, the Sunday uh, to a Monday? Oh, Sunday to a Monday. Okay, so what is, uh, what has your week been like thus far? Uh, to be honest, I still have jet lag. Really? It's, uh, <laughs> not. It's a nine-hour difference. So yeah, it's it's crazy. Like people back in California, they're they're sleeping and it's midday for us. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't make much sense. And it's a, it's a big toss up coming from uh, over there. So it's a lot to get used to. And I mean, it's just, it's hard. Yeah. So is the jet I'm, lag, uh, is it more of being tired during the day or can't sleep when you're supposed to go to sleep? Uh, it's more tired during the day. I would say like once, you know, I'm done riding or something, and it's just, it just hits you quick. Yeah. Like, you're, you're on the way home, and you're falling asleep, and even when you get home, you want to take a nap. As soon as you stop doing something during the day, you just want to go and nap. So, yeah. Uh, struggle to, like, stay awake for the for the remainder of the night and trying to get that, trying to get on schedule here, but at the same time, I'm getting all on schedule just to go back. So. Yeah. Okay, By the so time I get it down, I'm, I'll be flying back to California. Yeah, <laughs> and then you have to struggle back. <laughs> so, uh, so your teammates this year are uh, Zach Osborne and Jason Anderson, and uh, they have actually, I think they flew over what a couple weeks before you, even right? Yeah, I think Jason flew out on the on the first, and Zach probably the week after. So, I think they both started riding around the around the same time. Yeah. And, so I think they, yeah, they got a good week on me, but, but uh, yeah, I rode with them a couple times this week and you know, everything's looking pretty good. Yeah. So how is the, uh, how's the team dynamic, if you will? I mean, you, you obviously know those guys, but they're kind of like 450 guys, so you don't race against them. Um, are you guys gelling okay? I mean, yeah, it's, it's different riding with them because, you know, we, we see them all year long, but we never are on track with them. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, it's cool to definitely ride with them for for once, and yeah, it's it, everything's pretty easy with the team. Like, there's no tension or anything like that. So, uh, everyone's pretty, you know, outgoing and willing to help out. So, it's a, it's a good team effort. It looks like this year. Yeah. Um, how much time have you spent with them since you've been over there? A couple of days so far. It's hard because uh, we both have different. You know, they'll have the track rented Husky or you know yamaha will have a, a track rented so 
it throws off the days that we oh, you know okay. we all we both have our training programs so we're pretty strict on that and it's hard to you know set up the the exact same schedule because we have different trainers we have we're on different brands and it's just it's hard it's hard to gel that way okay but so- uh at the same time we don't really need to be on the track with each other it's not i mean we have fast guys at every track yeah so so have you so. seen them at all since you've been in europe yeah yeah okay. uh we rode uh the other day at uh Lommel. we did uh, a couple of motos together okay so you trained uh at nuevo that that horrible sand track with the boat <laughs> in preparation uh-huh. for this and so now you've ridden Lommel. How do they compare? Uh, if you want the straight, straight up answer, uh, Nuevo is a lot more difficult, I would really? say, in, in its own way. When I first, the first day riding there, I actually did like 10 to 12 minutes and I, I was done. Like, that's all I had in me. This that's- is right, like a week after I finished the U.S. Nationals, so like. It was kind of it's kind of scary to, at first, but um, yeah, I rode there for a good solid two weeks straight and <laughs> fa- found a found a good pace for thirty five minutes. Uh, so it was definitely really really tough. But uh-huh. um, every thirty five that I've done here has been a breeze compared to really? what I've been doing over there. Just so- because I don't know if it's because of the weather or the the track conditions. It's just the way both had a lot of challenges to it it was dry <laughs> it was edgy it was you just didn't know what to really expect so yeah. and then you add the heat on top of that yeah there's uh gotta, the nuevo track there there's sand with square edges underneath it right yeah and it's so bone dry at this point like it's it's just basically yeah it's it's square edge everywhere so uh it's hard to see too because the sand's so dry and it kind of blends in yeah so yeah, it kept me on my toes and uh it was it was tough. Like even when you think you can, you know, lay it into a berm, you couldn't. It was it was hard to find traction out there and it almost made you rot like you couldn't take a breather in a in a long sand turn, just lay into it. You had to, you know, have throttle control and you know, hold on like in case something did, you know, kick out on you and stuff like that. So it, I think it was really physically demanding and it was it was a good prep for over here like i said i haven't really been tired at all even mm. at the end of these 35 minute motos it's, they're pretty easy for me wow that's great to hear um <laughs> but, but but you always hear people say oh or like you know the european riders come here and they race southwick and they're all that's not sand you know the 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 sands of lommel are are endless it's so deep like so what is lommel like i mean because even like Thomas Covington told me that Lommel was like the gnarliest track. Yeah, so what I've heard about uh, that place is it's, you know, I guess so gnarly and stuff, but uh, they started, I guess, grooming it every second day. Uh-huh. So it it gets rough, but it, it has a hard base to it. Um, it's kind of similar to Southlake, if I had to say. Mm-hmm. I know what the the Europeans are talking about when they say that because I rode two other tracks that were that were the deep sand that I've heard about and yeah. it is it is endless sand and it's it's really deep so definitely a lot deeper than you know what we get at Southwick or stuff like that but um 
if we're specifically talking about Lommel, uh, it's it's nothing much more than Southwick is. Huh. Um, I think it might have used to be, but uh, it has kind of a harder base to it in spots. And but uh, yeah, like a track like Bergham that I I rode on last Wednesday, that place was you know the gnarliest sand track I've ever seen. Yeah, that that's the one from the uh, the Instagram clip you posted today. Yeah, so that place was you know endless endless sand. It yeah, was, <laughs> it, didn't it was look gnarly. Fun. It was deep and. Yeah, it was it was a real European soundtrack, I could say. Okay, so um, I think when you first got there, then a lot of the, uh, the GP regulars were still coming home from the race in China. I think so. Have you had a chance to ride with uh, some of the regulars over there? Yeah, you you name a guy, and I've I've probably ridden with them. Really? They're they're all they're all back, and they're all here. So. Okay, um, so what is it like? for you being like a top u.s guy sharing a track with like these top fast guys that you've never ridden with before you know maybe didn't haven't even heard of or you have only seen on tv is it kind of is there kind of a cool factor there like oh hey that's that's hurlings or that's Cairoli, or is it like not like that because you're a pro and it's your job no for sure they're they're all new people and we obviously all like watch all that stuff, the European stuff. So, I mean, I've never seen them really in person. So it, it's cool. It's cool to like be like, oh yeah, let's see how I match up against him and all that. But it's on. It's really difficult. I've been riding with a bunch of four fifty riders, and these sand tracks they they are deep. So yeah, uh, they it, it's hard to giving up that power to a four fifty. Mm-hmm. This one, this one's going to be especially tough for the, the 250 racers, I think. So, um, yeah. going to hopefully have to get those starts dialed and, you know, get up front. Yeah. Well, you're a good starter in the U.S. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think, I think, I think I'll be just fine. So, um, two things I want to ask you about the European riders is, you know, everybody, all the U.S. guys that go try to make a bid for a world championship, like Villapoto being the most recent. He told me that his bike setups didn't work over there. You know, he he went and he was fighting setup and the the suspension much different there. Have you encountered that in the time you've been there yet? I'm on my exact bike from same uh, from home. Yeah, all my settings, nothing. You know, not borrowing European suspension or or none of that. So I'm I was kind of, I've been comfortable with like ever since I got here and. Uh, but I've heard, I've heard, yeah, if, I mean, especially in Villapoto's case, like he was probably, you know, he wasn't on his bike. He was on the European bike, different chassis, different suspension, you know, all the different stuff that that's, you know, you have to deal with coming over to, uh, Europe and that's, it's probably tough. He probably would have done a lot better if he, you know, could have, worked with the team that he was on back over here in the u.s but yeah new um, personnel yeah it's just it's hard it's hard to say it, the tracks are probably a lot different too over here i haven't really you know obviously i haven't ridden any hard pack tracks or anything like that so mm-hmm. definitely a different world over here okay how about the the riding technique of the guys that you've been riding with this week then are they 
different? Do they ride different than U.S. guys? Different line selection or stand up a lot more? Anything yeah, they look or... to be a lot, a lot more precise and like they just their their line selection is more thought out. I feel, mm-hmm. and they kind of they're just they're regulars here. Like we're we're riding on. It's like them coming to ride Paula or, you know, Milestone, something like that. They just, they have it so dialed and they know what bumps to hop and just all that good stuff. So it's, it's pretty amazing to watch and uh, definitely can learn a couple of things pretty fast from them. Yeah. Who's been the uh, single most impressive rider that you've uh, shared the track with this week? Um impressive i mean i would have to go with hurlings yeah and that's a pretty easy question but (laughs) i mean they're all they're all good i mean they're all pretty impressive so it's just cool to you know ride with them and you know ride with different people so yeah um yeah hurlings is pretty unreal did you get to talk to him at all no i didn't but uh each time i went out he would he would go out with me so Got to learn a few things from him and just uh, yeah, you can see how it works for, you know, it's it's cool to watch that guy in the sand. You know he's fast and, uh, yeah, just try to learn as much as you can from him. Yeah. Um, so what do you know about the track you will be racing on at Assen? Not much besides, uh, you know, what I've seen on TV. I've heard a lot of stuff from people and uh, – I mean, there's. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory what we're gonna get. It's gonna be deep. I mean, hopefully it doesn't rain. That would, that's that would make things very interesting. But mm. I think it's gonna be a good good track, and I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know how it's gonna be with like you know dumping sand on a on a racetrack. I guess you could say yeah. like it's obviously not gonna pack in the way it would if it was you know dirt base on its own yeah on its own dirt base and wherever it would be wherever they're getting it from so it's going to move around a lot on the the pavement and all that so it's going to be interesting yeah (laughs) what if there's going to be a pavement showing i heard there was a couple years ago uh at that mudder that they had yeah i don't know which year it was but it got down to the pavement i heard okay speaking of mud isn't the weather forecast supposed to rain all week yeah. <laughs> what, think, what is it? I think it? it shows there for like the next 10 days. Oh, man. So it could be a messy one. Could be, but um, I think it's pretty spotty showers here. So yeah. it's supposed to actually rain tonight. It hasn't rained since I've been here yet. Okay. It's supposed to rain tonight, stop in the morning, and then, I mean, that's fine for a sand track. Yeah. Uh, if anything, it's good for it. Okay, so Zach Osborne is, you know, the... the uh, team captain you know he's got so much experience overseas have you guys had any meetings and like strategizing or as has zach given you any advice about how you should approach the race uh i think that'll we'll talk about that more when it's you know coming up and we'll get together and you know meet up and talk about all this stuff but yeah i have a pretty good idea and you know he's been really helpful just Whatever I need, he's, he says, don't like hesitate to ask. So mm-hmm. uh, he's doing his job and making sure everyone, you know, is comfortable and has what they need. 
over here. Cool, cool. So I think uh, Jason Anderson will be happy to hear that uh, Meltsuka is not on the Japanese team this year. He was supposed to be, but uh, I think something happened and there's a different guy. So he doesn't have to worry. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about uh, Japanese guys landing on him. <laughs> yeah, that was a freak accident. You know, seeing that every time, it's pretty gnarly, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure it won't be rolling to a finish line again. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, you're you're obviously in in Europe. Did you pack any food from home to survive? Were you scared of the food, and how has the food been? Um, just to be honest, I've just been uh, eating what's here. It's not too too bad. We've gone out to eat a couple times, and it's actually uh, got some pretty amazing Italian food here. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only stuff I brought was some fig bars, but those uh, those were gone pretty quick. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the food's not bad here. It's uh, I definitely was expecting worse, but we've uh, gotten through it pretty good so far. Yeah. Right on. All right. So, uh, so this is part of the How Was Your Weekend uh, feature for OGO. So, I guess let's talk about it. how was your weekend because it's Sunday night there now, right? So. What did you do uh, Saturday and today? How was my weekend? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sa- Saturday and today. Well, today, I I told you this already. We went to, uh, we drove 45 minutes to the train station in Eindhoven, I think it's called. And then we hopped on a train, hour and a half to Amsterdam had some lunch, uh, checked out all that good stuff over there, you know, just doing the normal tourist stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got a few souvenirs and hopped back on the train and headed back to the house and had some dinner. But yeah. uh, yesterday we rode at this track called Honda Park, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, did couple 20 minute motos and some sprint laps and you know packed up and left there did a little recovery spin and that's pretty much how my weekend went mm. um what was that track like just, was it a, another sand track or was it yeah it was a sand track it was it was some crazy uh sand though like it was it was almost more slick than the stuff i've been riding it was kind of like a woods track uh-huh it was cool. It was like, you know, you'd, you'd ride up and where you get on the track, it's like a little bit of an open section, but then a minute or so, the track is back in the woods and the trees and stuff. So. Oh, wow. Was it hard to see uh, like light changing like Washougal? It, it really wasn't. It was kind of like, uh, I was almost like, yeah, pine trees, but it wasn't that foresty. It was a little bit open and it was a cool track. It was Definitely uh, fun. It was pretty short, but uh, good for what we needed to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a short little riding day. Yeah. All right. So Amsterdam, dude. What, I have never been there. I had an opportunity to go one time when I was at Destinations, but I didn't. But what's it like? Is it like, uh, like, did you guys walk through the whole crazy red light district and check all that out? And Yeah, it's pretty gnarly, like, to say the <laughs> least. Um it's uh it's something you have to go and see for yourself like there's 
it's kind of just like an old town and just there's actually a marathon there today so there was 50,000 people running oh wow there today yeah and yeah it's just uh just very old old kind of town everything that was built there like you know brick roads still everything's uh just old and kind of like just a big tourist spot mm-hmm. um very very cool to see though like um yeah. very glad i went over there who did you uh who'd you go with uh so uh, we went with drew the suspension guy mm-hmm. for star jeremy engine guy uh my mechanic and his girlfriend we all went so no will uh Wilk flies in Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's... So I just got this crew, them and Swanee, uh, with me for, you know, since Monday we yeah. got here. I just figured... But, if, yeah, all the... If Will was with you, you know, he might have been touring a little bit more. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like we would have been there a lot longer. <laughs> hey, that you know what? Uh, having Swanee in this... Uh, and this instance is probably pretty valuable for all his years on the GPs. He knows yeah, all that the, was kind of the plan it. going into this. Like he's he's he knows everyone over here, so it's easier for him to set up most of it. And he's he's kind of like the guy we the tour guide, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, his his house is actually his old house is like five miles from where we're staying, so oh, wow. he knows the area pretty well, and you know knows knows. He's been he's done this before, so definitely he makes it a lot easier on us. Yeah, probably knows all the good places to eat that are safe yeah. that you would like. Exactly. So uh you said recovery spin. Did you bring bicycles with you or did someone loan you some stuff? Uh we got a guy, Swanee's friend. Um he owns a he owns a shop. It's called uh it's right by Lommel, Gear to Win, and he lent us uh two bikes for the week, so uh, there's some pretty, honestly, there's some pretty sick bicycle paths here. It's like, Are there? yeah, yeah, like they go on, they go all around the country and, uh, just in the middle of nowhere, like you get on them and you're just riding down along, uh, cornfields and, you know, through the forest and all that, oh, all wow. that stuff. So it's, it's quite cool. And, you know, cycling's a big thing around here. So, yeah. um, Is very, it yeah, it's nice dedicated bike path so you're not fighting cars yeah yeah no they're they're full-blown bike bike paths so um they're 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 really safe and not really too many people on them yeah that's awesome you hope you're taking a lot of pictures i'm trying i'm just i i I am trying yeah i am (laughs) trying because you know you get back and you're like oh i mean I don't have anything to look at or, or anything like that. Yeah. So try, trying to be a tourist and get some pictures. Nice. So <laughs> that's uh, what Tom's here for though. Yeah. Is uh <laughs> he's our the film guy. Oh oh yeah, Tommy. Nice. So are you are you an honorary member of Team Fried this week? Oh uh, yeah, I guess I'm I guess I am. <laughs> just just for the week though. Yeah. Right on. So, how is the uh, the language barrier, and is, is it pretty easy to navigate because you have that crowd with you? Yeah, it's not. I think it gets gnarlier over in like France and all that, but uh-huh. uh, it's pretty easy here. It's 
most of the people speak uh it's like a it's like a modified version of english it's just they have like an accent almost they know how to speak english uh-huh. in a way or most people do here and it hasn't been too tough now yeah well, that's cool how about the driving do they drive crazy there they there's some weird uh regulations like the signs are kind of throw you off you don't know really what they mean and uh we've actually had a couple close calls already this week because we (laughs) we we haven't known what they meant yeah you know what always gets me is how many roundabouts they have in europe i'm not uh i'm not good in roundabouts that could be an asian thing though yeah when we miss a turn on one of those we keep just circling around (laughs) nice so uh um, I think you posted some photos. It looks like you're riding. Are you riding in your uh, regular gear or are you riding in the red, white, blue stuff? Just regular gear. Yeah. I brought uh, four sets of gear. Uh-huh. So, yeah, just uh, riding my normal stuff. And, and I got yeah. the red, white, and blue stuff <clears throat> for the – actually, one of the bags got lost on the – or didn't get delivered. So mm-hmm. – I got delivered a little bit late, so I had to ride with my. Luckily, I brought another helmet, and I, it happened to be my USA helmet, so I wore that the first day. Mm-hmm. So, how many sets of uh, USA gear did you have for the race? I think they're bringing six. <clears throat> oh, somebody's coming over. You didn't have to bring it. Nah. Oh, that's good. So, uh, pretty pumped on your helmet, I heard. Yeah, the helmet's sick. Yeah. Uh, the whole the whole kit is sick. So excited to throw that on for the race and i just saw a sneak peek of the goggles too and they look they look pretty sick oh yeah yeah cuso sent those they're uh good stars and stripes theme huh mm, yeah cool so uh man so the, this next week how many more times will you ride uh before you head over to Assen? monday and wednesday and that's it and then you travel over yeah it's like two hours uh, hour and 45 mm-hmm. from where we're staying now so right on so you don't strike me as a guy that gets nervous but uh you have any butterflies about this race uh not yet but <laughs> yeah obviously on race day it's it's gonna be inevitable at that point so yeah uh if if you ain't nervous there's something wrong yeah for sure right on man well uh appreciate you taking the time to uh call in from uh from overseas to uh give us all a little update um it's been fun following your adventures on instagram over there i think you need to post more though dude yeah maybe you're gonna have to take over my account because i don't have i don't have uh service (laughs) over here so do my best right on well hey buddy thank you uh thank you again for calling in and absolute very best of luck um hope to see you uh ride to your complete potential and uh stand on that top step yeah that's that's the goal and i'm gonna do everything in my power to do that so uh thank you i appreciate it and it was good talking to you i'll try i'll try and keep the instagram updated yeah keep it going hey you don't you're not running you're not running the crybaby butt patch overseas are you nah that was just kind of uh (laughs) we threw it on for iron man but I don't, I, 
I'll run it. I mean, I don't think it's on the gear, but I'll run it. I ain't scared. <laughs> right on. All right, dude. Well, uh, yeah, again, good luck, and uh, we'll see you when you get home. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate right. it. See ya. Ogeo has been around for three decades, but it was in 2001 that the brand forever changed the way we think about gear bags. With never-seen-before features, like specific storage compartments for your boots, helmets, gear, and more, the Ogeo 9800 is the most popular gear bag in motocross. Visit ogeopowersports.com.